Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house yet again. It's your boy John Harrington here, and we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. It is Game That Tune episode 126. And man, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, you got a lot to catch up on. Um, but what we do around here is we listen to video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess the games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. Goof off, have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night gets to play their bonus tunes and pick a theme for the next episode. And our winner last week was the fantastic David Fleming. And David, hey. what, is, what is the theme for tonight's show? Uh, the theme for tonight's show is games in which you can select a character from multiple playable characters. Fantastic. Uh, there's more than one of those. There's uh, there's a few games out there with a few different characters. Uh, you know, I uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I was you know I, as we were preparing for the show, I honestly was hoping that you would really narrow it down and give us games in which you were forced to play multiple characters. Because you know the uh, you know the Metal Gear fan in me wanted to bring Metal Gear Solid 2 tonight and you know just uh, talk about how salty everybody got when it made you change characters. I didn't do it because you didn't get to select it. So uh, you know, selection might might factor into the theme a little bit, but really, just multiple playable characters. It's going to be a good time. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be great. We got uh, four great games. We got a fan request in here, which is also great. And uh, I think David, since it's your theme and your night, I think you should select who we're starting with. Um, I think we should select whoever John went ahead and loaded up. So oh, he's John, pressed, it's. He's on the Mortal Kombat menu, and he pressed up and start. It's a random select. What do you know? Uh, so, uh, John, game, game one. one. And you don't stop. And you don't stop. You proceed. Because this, because this is what you need. And you don't stop. And you don't stop. You proceed. Because this, because this is what you need. Cause this, cause this is what you need And you don't stop And you don't stop You proceed Cause this, cause this is what you need Yep. 
So this game has a few unique features that makes it hard to port to home consoles. One feature in particular is that uh, it has a doodad to blow a puff of air on you when you lose. it helps but in addition to having the puff of air blowing doodad it also uses a trackball which makes it hard to port to home consoles well all that, right that firmed up my answer <laughs> all right let's see some uh, answers we've got <laughs> john with a blow me we have David with Marble Madness and Jesse with Butts. These are all incorrect. This is the Irritating Maze for Neo Geo. What? Okay, number one, fuck you. Number two, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, David. For once, you and I agree John wholeheartedly on something. <laughs> um, when you start a game, you get to choose between one of two playable characters, male or female. God and damn it. it. No effect on the game whatsoever. <laughs> John, what a John way to start Regan us with out. The, with the so technical how many Neo answers. Do you have? Uh, what was that, Jesse? How many Neo Geos do you have? Zero. And even if I had one, I can't. I couldn't get this for the Neo Geo home console because they never ported it. Because when so this is a game where you use a trackball to move a ball through a maze, and you can't touch the walls. It's similar to Operation, right? You touch the walls, <laughs> you get shocked. And um, when you get a game over, it surprises you with a puff of air in your face, <laughs> which I think is great. <laughs> so weird. 
Why would they do that? Very Japanese. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, man. You've greatly thrown me for a loop. What the hell? Did, it, it's not like something that would be in a WarioWare game. I just, it does. Something where you have to tilt the Game Boy Advance and move a ball through a maze. Yeah. I can't believe they haven't brought back a game called The Irritating Maze. <laughs> I, I mean, of all the people to choose it. a Neo Geo game, like, John was at the bottom of the list. I thought I would pick a Neo Geo game before Johnny. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, the fact that this is Neo Geo is neither here nor there. I just, you know, the what? I mean, <laughs> how did you know about this, John? What is the story here? Um, my coworker has gotten very into this game lately and suggested okay. it. I can't even um, find like an English Wikipedia entry about this fucking game. Like, it's all in French. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I found some uh, videos of uh, you know people playing it, and it looks it looks pretty intense. Uh, some of those corners get very tight, and that trackball is not precise at all. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the controls are so loose and imprecise, and the the corners are so tight and the game so demanding that playing it would be rather frustrating. Hmm. Ah, I see what you did there. Hmm. Hmm. I think that's the first game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the irritating maze is the sequel. It's it's that irritating sensation you have left on your hand from uh, playing a dirty trackball game. Um, I feel like we should change yeah. Johnny's official game that tune nickname to the irritating maze. Yeah, that you know, your no, mind I, is a, no. Johnny's mind is a fucking irritating maze. Good lord. Like, <laughs> I really liked my title of the ninety five Camry game that tune. And yeah, I, I mean it. what were you before that? Weren't you you before that you were the Mario Tennis that, Ultra Smash? The Mario Tennis Ultra Smash of game that tune. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you are the Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, the ninety five Toyota Camry, and now the irritating maze of Game That Tune. <laughs> as well as the absurd uh, incompetent overlord or whatever. Yeah. Like you have too many titles now, John. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do believe <sighs> that this is based off of some kind of segment from, from a Japanese game show. Of course um, it is. I had a hard time finding that info in particular. I, I found like one mention of that. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, mostly it's about the mazes and the air blowing on you. Cool. Which, I wish more, you know, so this is a very late 90s arcade game to me because this, this is around the time that home consoles started getting very good. And a lot of the arcade games would have home ports, and sometimes the home ports would be better than the arcade releases. Um, especially when you get into like Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast. I know that's only a few years later, but the the Dreamcast version is better than the arcade version. So, um, you know, I feel like there's an era where the arcades are trying to do shit to make them stand out more. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. Like, oh, you have the little like puff of air that blows on you, and you got the trackball. You don't have a trackball at home, and you know. The, the thing, though, is that, that the reason nobody has a trackball home is because playing trackball games sucks ass. It really does. <laughs> I wonder if this is around the same time frame that they made that. I know there's, like, a House of the Dead game where, you know, it's a light gun shooter, but you actually carry your gun to multiple screens. Like, you have to move through a small section. Like, there's, like, three different screens, and you go from, like, room to room. And I wonder if this was made in the same time where it was arcades like, fuck, we gotta keep people coming here. Uh, you can't do this at home, can you? Yeah. Really <laughs> Nobody can't. has three TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Presley did. Well, yeah, but he was the king of rock and roll, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> you have two TVs. The king he of trackball games, I think, is what he was as well. He was uh, <laughs> really, uh, really that guy. Uh, Elvis Presley uh, was a lot of things <laughs> to a lot of people. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was very good at the irritating maze. He had a lot uh, of good games, too. <laughs> Wait, is Johnny Eldis? Uh, Am I a trackball be. game? Yeah. Johnny <laughs> I think we is, should stop uh, talking about the irritating maze and instead talk about Elvis Aaron Presley, the king of rock and roll. Yeah, I was going to say, Johnny's the fit Elvis of Game That Tune. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, Johnny is the vacant Elvis of Game That Tune. Hey! hey. <laughs> God damn uh, it. That's rough, Hey, man. Vegas Elvis was a comeback, like, you know. Yeah, Vegas exactly. Elvis was a comeback. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, Johnny, anything else on this goddamn fucking game that you've chosen no, for we tonight's can, show? We, we can move right along. <laughs> that's good. That's very good, John. <laughs> game 2.
All right. Uh, so this is our fan request for the evening. Uh, this comes to us via Twitter from frequent requester at the Sigma Omega. Um, thank you for the request. Fantastic request. And uh, a little something about this game. Uh, the first letter of the names of each of the playable characters in this game spells out the unique part of this game's title. Anybody, uh, anybody need me to spell anything or give you some character names? You guys feeling good? I feel pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I feel good. If everybody has their answers confirmed, then I'll tell you. The, uh, the characters in this game are, of course, Ophelia, Cyrus, Tressa, Oberic, Primrose, Alfin, Therion, and Hanit. Johnny, what's your answer, Haas? You're, you're, hold, you're holding this up. Uh, <laughs> Johnny said Iggy's Wrecking Balls, which is unfortunately incorrect, because it is Octopath Traveler. And Jesse and David both get it right. <laughs> for, for like a brief second, I thought like, wait a minute, didn't we use this game? And then I realized that we had not yet, so... Yes, not on Game That Tune Official, but uh, you should check out that Game That Tune Gems. There might be, uh, might be a couple of tracks choice cuts from Octopath Traveler available to our patrons. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. Go check it out. Um, yeah, so Octopath Traveler is pretty fucking dope, y'all. Um, David, did you ever... You said you played the demo a little bit. Did you uh, ever follow through and get uh, more into it or no? Well, see, here was the mistake. Um, I got the demo because mm. I, I never grew up with the Super Nintendo, so I basically missed out on, like, golden age JRPGs. Word. So it's like, I, I should play this and everything. So I got the demo, and I was looking at all the characters and, like, who I should select and play as, and there's a voice actress named Christina V, who I like a lot. Uh, she was Cerebella in Skullgirls. Um, and I was like, oh, she voices a character. I should play that character. That'd be awesome. The character she plays is Ophelia, who is, like, the cleric mage. Oh, yeah. Which is a really boring class to play. Yeah, so never like, start I, with the cleric. <laughs> like like yeah. this, I, I don't know, man. It's like That's, I, man. I don't see why everybody likes this game. And then everyone said, "Who'd you start with, Ophelia?" Uh, oh yeah, you picked the wrong choice. Absolutely, you did. <laughs> like, uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't even know what I would have done if I had started with her. I mean, you know, maybe it's just because I'm a classic, you know, RPG kind of guy. But it's like you got to start with like the warrior or the thief or the hunter. <laughs> like, uh, 
you definitely don't start with the cleric because who, who the hell are you going to heal? Like, what are you going to do when there's only one person in your party and you're a cleric? Like, how the fuck are you supposed to win fights uh, as just a cleric? Uh, and that's to say nothing of her story, which is not, you know, nothing knocking my socks off. But, you know, then again, one of the things that I've noticed about Octopath is none of the stories so far have knocked my socks off. They're fine. You know, there's one exception that is head and shoulders above the other so far. But uh, in general, it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, this is really good RPG gameplay and a really beautiful world to explore. And they got eight characters and you can mix and match your party. You can swap them out at will. And there's plenty of stuff to do. But like, you know, their actual stories, yeah, they're not, you know, they're not like super deep. It's, you know, it's all pretty straightforward. I mean, I start out with Hanit. She's the hunter. Uh, she's from like the woods and she has a giant beast with her and her like... Uh, her master goes off to, you know, he gets like commissioned to hunt for somebody else to hunt this giant monster, and he goes, he goes missing, and so you have to go after him. Pretty straightforward, you know. It's not, uh, there's, uh, you know, so far not a whole lot of twists. I'm through like the second part of her, uh, of her chapter. Nothing really twisty so far, but who knows? Maybe there's a big twist at the end. I'm not really sure, but uh, she's fun when as fuck to play. When do you get to play as an octopus? There, see, that's the problem. It's not octopus traveler. Um, you know, the word oh, puss shit. just doesn't look good on a on a box in any way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it's uh, not the market they're going for, man. Um, oh but, God, what was its name? Uh, I'm trying Octopussy? to think of the no the um, the recurring boss from Final Fantasy. Gilgamesh. Final Fantasy VI. It was basically Ultros, I think, like the giant purple oh, yeah. octopus. Like, oh yeah, that guy. If oh, ever man. there was a boss that needed a cameo in Octopath Traveler, it that was Ultros. That would be pretty epic. It'd be great to just see him like off in the background somewhere, like you're at the like the beach lands or whatever, and there's just like him chilling in the water. Like, all right, yeah, I see you there. But yeah, uh, but yeah, man, it's it, you know the game's fun. The gameplay's really cool. Like, it's the game of you know weaknesses and all that stuff, like all RPGs. But like. It's a game of like finding the character that you're fighting's weakness, like literally on their little thing. They're, you know, you're facing off against characters, and they've got like little question mark boxes. And when you hit them with the right weapon or elemental attack, it'll show that, so you know to hit them with it again. And there's like a countdown meter, and if you hit them with enough things that they're weak to, it breaks them, and then they don't get a turn on the next one, and you can like fucking wail on them. So it's a really fun, satisfying set of RPG mechanics, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's, um, trying to think of who else I've been playing as. Because, yeah, I, you know, uh, the Hunter is really awesome because she gets to control beasts. Uh, literally, she's got a, a giant cat that she can summon, and you can capture weak enemies. So it kind of turns it into Pokemon. You can capture things and use them later in battles, and it's pretty dope. Uh, Therion the Thief is fucking great because you can steal from, like, everybody in the game. And, like, it's a great way to get a lot of items. Like, just, you know, you rack up all your healing items with the Thief. <laughs> Um, See, that's one of the things, like, I like every character has their own skill, because yeah. I've heard that um, there's, I believe it's the merchant, there's a merchant who can, like, buy anything off of anyone, and you'll just right. be wandering around the overworld, and if you're playing as them, they just find money on the ground, like, oh, here's a hundred gold. Right. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't actually started the uh, merchant chapter yet. Um, I've only done, I've only played with five characters, so I've, I've done the cleric, and her skill, she can, like... Uh, guide people with religion or something. It's like, you know, hey, come join us, and you can call in an extra person to battle. Um, I've got the... I just started the warrior, and his thing is you can just challenge anybody in a town or, like, wherever. It's like, yeah, come on, let's do it. And you can just, like, beat the shit out of them if, like, they're standing in the way of, like, a locked door. You can just knock them out. Uh, and then, um... 
I got the thief and the hunter, and then the one who for me is head and shoulders above the rest, Primrose, the dancer, is fucking dope, and I am thoroughly enjoying her stuff. Uh, you know, she uh, you find her in the desert town, and she's basically a prisoner in like a whorehouse. Uh, but, you know, it's not explicitly stated that it's a whorehouse. She's, like, there, and she's a dancer, and she's, like, the best dancer around, and people pay her a lot of money to do it, and she's got an abusive pimp. But, uh, it doesn't get, like, explicitly into, like, whoring or, like, anti-pimping laws. Um, until her story really kicks in, and you have to escape from the guy, and you have a battle against this fucking, this pimp. And it's one of the crudest things I've ever seen in... This game's rated T for Teen, by the way. And this guy, in the dialogue leading up to Primrose's, like, you know, first chapter battle where she escapes the desert town and goes off on her own, basically tells her to blow him. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, you know. I got two words for you. <laughs> he doesn't just say suck it, but he says it in eloquent fantasy language. It says, you know, use that pretty mouth of yours on me. And if it should please oh, me, yeah. then, you know, maybe I will spare you. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> like, See, I thought you were just going to say, like, elegant fantasy language. He said, sucketh thee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I command thee to sucketh. Um, but, and then she says, like, you know, uh, go pleasure yourself, and then, like, the fight goes down. I'm like, dude, this chick is my Whoa. chick right here. I like this. <laughs> like, uh, you know, get up here and blow me. No, go blow yourself. That's it. We're throwing down. <laughs> like, this game rules. <laughs> so. So when do you get to play as an Octorok? Ooh, see, that also, they don't pop up even in the Riverlands. It's bizarre. There's nothing spitting at you in this game. Uh, you know, it's a little bit, uh, you know, they, they really, there was a chance for them to, uh, for them to work things in there. And, you know, that, like, the naming convention where they, uh, name all the characters in line with the name Octopath, there's a, there's two O's, and one of them easily could have been Otto Octavius, and you could have played the scientist that chapter. Sweet. You know, like, Doc Octopath Traveler would have been pretty great, <laughs> uh, you know, especially if all eight of them had Dr. Octopus enhancements. <laughs> like you're playing See, a so it's basically like a Sinister Six game, but with two extra people. Dude, I'd be into that. <laughs> like, really into a it. Like, take Octopath and make it a Sinister Six game, game where you all have to come together? That'd be so dope. <laughs> oh my god. The only thing I've ever wanted in my life at this moment is a Sinister Six JRPG. Please, for the love of god, somebody make this. Where you're playing them as heroes trying to, like, kill Spider-Man. <laughs> Final boss is Spider-Man. That'd be so good. He's a menace, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that kid, man. Let's go fuck him up. We're all together now. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, you know how with JRPGs you have, like, the king or the priest or the god, whoever, who, like, gives you your quest? It's J. Jonah Jameson giving you the quest to slay yeah. you know, this final monster that's <laughs> fucking Spider-Man. Oh, that's the <laughs> shit. That would be so good. Oh, man. So, yeah. You say the quest to slay... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. It's a it's a high fantasy RPG it, in which you have to go. It's a JRPG. Keep up, Johnny. Come on. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's like I like the double entendre of slay. Like that dude slays. <laughs> Was that a double entendre? Yeah. Yeah. That's no. what he talk gets labeled. Talk about J. Jonah Jameson. That guy doesn't slay shit. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you said uh, Jenna Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Way different. <laughs> Johnny, really? You gotta pay attention. <laughs> He's like, this cross okay, see now, weird. all I want is in the next Spider-Man <laughs> movie from Marvel, J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. See, I'm only a little ways into the Spider-Man game on PS4, and I'm not sure if J. Jenna Jameson shows up in it at any point. It is still rated T for T, so I bet she doesn't. But uh, man, that would be what a twist. 
you know, talk about multiple playable <laughs> characters. You know, J. Jonah and J. Jenna in the same game would be pretty fantastic. But anyway, Octopath Traveler is great. The soundtrack is great. The game is a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying kind of taking my time really exploring, you know, working on those jobs. And, you know, I could use this on last week's episode because, uh, you know, there's a job system, and, you know, you can, uh, everybody has their base thing, and you can swap in a different job and customize those skills. There's just, it's a lot going on, and it's a lot of fun. And I haven't played very many JRPGs recently, so it's all just fresh and, you know, fantastic for me. So thanks to uh, the Sigma Omega for sending us this fucking message on Twitter because I literally was going to pick this for the show. And so he just kind of was like, hey guys, what about Octopath Traveler? I'm like, well, there's our request for the week. So <laughs> thank you for uh, for the request, Sigma Omega. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just giving you some shit. Um, fantastic game, fantastic tunes. And Johnny, what are we, uh, what are we moving on to? What's the next game? Game three.
So, this game features 14 playable characters, only two of which are original characters. One is the game's main boss and villain, the other is a young female heroine. In the story mode for this game, the original young female heroine is not the main character. So, who's got some guesses ready? Where did I put that guess? Hold on, I, I had something for this. Uh, Actually, John, um, I want to take this moment to say I like that shirt. Uh, I believe I have a similar shirt. That's a very snazzy shirt. Why, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, my guess is around here somewhere. Hold on, I'm, I'll be right back. 
He's gonna go grab his copy of the game, isn't he? No, so, he's grabbing uh, something off of his um, corkboard that he wanted uh, to mention. Okay, what is this? What is this? He right. mentioned like, oh yeah, it's on my corkboard. It's like, dude, we can't see that far. Hey, Come whatever. On. Hey, you know, it doesn't matter. The joke is made. Uh, I forgot. I wrote it down six days ago and put it on the board. Let's flip him over. So, Jesse Moore says Blade Strangers. John Harrington says Blade Strangers. John Regan, God damn it, so close, says Shovel Knight Showdown. John, you had this. You had this in the bag. We literally played one of these songs on GTT Gems, which we did not record just before this episode. Nope. <laughs> uh, this is Blade Strangers. That's two correct answers, and John, give yourself a special sound for fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny, you dropped the ball on this one. It's all right, though, man. Uh, yeah. I literally picked the three most recognizable songs from this game. <laughs> and the that second track sounded like it was straight out of Cave Story, man. I swear to God. Because it was! <laughs> oh, wait. So, wait, okay. <clears throat> what is Blade Strangers? Blade Strangers. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so, Blade Strangers hey, is a quick. crossover fighting game. Uh, it is currently out on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and I believe Steam. It features this game. I'm sorry, Jesse, go ahead. This game has a bunch of characters in it, right? This is one of the characters for Blade Strangers, uh, Balky. Oh. Um, From no. Perfect Strangers, you know, a perfectly knowable <laughs> reference Sadly. right now in 2018. Um, no, Jesse, no, no you would be amazing. Um, no, this game is the one with uh, Eleven and all her mystical powers, and the, oh, that there's that stage Strangers. in the Upside Down. Okay, um, cool. And oh, that would be amazing, by the way. Yeah, dude. Um. <laughs> Blade Stranger Things, the, the game would be pretty good. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> a shovel knight versus... Versus a teenager. <laughs> So, um, so that third track was definitely Shovel Knight, and that second track was definitely Cave Story. Yes, you are correct. Um, God, the first track really, was Cave Story as I, well. I really to, uh, like like zone out during the 2018 sections of uh, Gems. God I'm like, why well, play this? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so this game is kind of like Indie Smash Brothers. It is a fighting game from Nicholas, uh, as well as a studio, a development studio called... Uh, he said not looking it up right now. I think it's Studio Sheswan, something like that. Uh, I believe it's uh, Studio Sizensen. Thank you. Yes. It is a fighting game <laughs> mainly composed of characters from all of these other sources. You've got characters from Code of Princess, Azure Striker Gunvault, Binding of Isaac, Cave Story, Shovel Knight, and then Umihara Kawase, which is a puzzle platform series. Uh, that was popular in Japan. They released a couple of them in 3DS, which is how I played them. Um, this game is fucking great. Like, I thought this was going to be a fun little game. Like, yeah, I'll get this. It'll be enjoyable. I didn't realize how good this game actually was. And there's hmm. two things about this game that, like, really, really sold me on it. Is one of them a naked baby? No. Um, actually, I don't like playing as Isaac. He's kind of like a trap character, right. and I don't quite click with him. Uh, so the first thing about this game... Like Bridget? Is... No, Jesse. The first thing that I love about this game is it's... it's a The combat system. It's a weird blend of like Smash Brothers simpleness and like regular 2D fighting game combos. Because you know how most fighting games you have that like 
Street Fighter Tekken style, like you have to memorize this giant chain of commands. This game doesn't do that. Basically, every character has a light, a heavy, a special, and then what's called, I think it's unique attack, but it's attacks across the game. Uh, like, every character has these. It's like a knockdown, uh, universal knockdown, universal uh, anti-air, that sort of thing. Ah. So every combo in the game is basically like light, 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 heavy, special, super. Which you'd think would get really boring and repetitive, mm-hmm. but every character is different. So, like, some characters will have a, if you push back and heavy attack, it puts the opponent in a stun attack. So you get, like, light, 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 back heavy, light, 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 heavy, soup. Like, you basically build your own combos. Um, I was talking to good friend of the show, Pat Perkins. Who I tried to get to be a guest on tonight's show, and he was sadly unavailable because I knew it was going to turn into some conversation about combos. And uh, I, I don't have much to contribute on it, so he, sorry you're he not was here, coming Pat. up with some insane combos for this game, <laughs> like, because it's it's so freeform and it's so open because every character has the same basic movements. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sort of build your own thing from there. That I really love. The other thing I love about this game is the, like, detailing and the fan service in this game. This is, like, a $40 indie game you would not expect like a level of like polish and detail in this game but it's fucking in there like for example as your striker gunvolt he's in this game anytime that you perform a super there is a cut where you see like his profile and it announces the name of his super like astrosphere lux caliber which is how he performs attacks in his game there is um shovel knight is in this game he has attack where he digs in the ground. As he does that, he flicks up gems, just like in the Shovel Knight games. Yeah. <laughs> Curly Brace from Cave Stories in this game. She has a super where she kind of like hits you and kicks you. And as she knocks you like off the screen, the screen goes all like weird effects and everything. And then she comes out in her original like 8-bit sprite form and shoots you. So I did this attack on the um, Cave Story stage. And the background changes into like the 8-bit cave story low-res version of the background. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool effect. And then I went in and I checked it. That happens in every single stage. So they had to make, like, a low-res, crappy graphic version of every stage of this game, including the fucking training stage, just in case you perform this super. Like, (laughs) that... I would think... Just the fact that Curly Brace turns into her sprite is a cool, like, effect and a cool easter egg. If they change the background on the cave story stage, that's a cool effect. But that they made this graphic for every stage in the game, like, that's dedication! You know what I mean? What part of cave story is the cave story stage from? You can't say the cave. It's it's from the story. (laughs) Because, um, (laughs) Quote and Curly Brace are playable characters in this game. Quote's stage is the balcony. Uh, where you hmm. escape, like, from the island. Uh, Curly Brace's stage is the sand pit. Okay, cool. Uh, and it's... that should be the first and second song, respectively. Um, and fucking Shuffle Knight is in this game. His costumes, because every character has different colors, like, he has colors based off of himself, the second player in the co-op mode, and then he's got a color based off King Knight, Spectre Knight, uh. fucking Plague Knight, like... And the thing that I love about this game is they made every character kind of fit the same art style. And Shovel Knight, you know, he's this cute little 8-bit sprite. He is fucking swole. 
Like, yeah. it's fucking jacked up anime Shovel Knight. And every character, except for Quote, has a voice. So Shovel Knight has this big, burly, like, Japanese, like, Otashi Shovel Knight. Like, it's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, that's good. I mean, it makes sense that he would be swole. How else he, I mean, he wins battles with shovels. So it makes sense <laughs> that he has to be very fucking strong. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Underrated all that armor. Yeah, he's just, you know, super jacked. I like that. But no, uh, like, I, I got this game. It was like, oh, it's a fun little crossover indie fighter. This will be kind of cool for a little bit. I have been playing this game basically nonstop until the Mega Man 11 demo came out. Like, this game's actually really good. And if there's any would, character in this game that you like, I highly encourage picking it up. How would you say it is to, like, not great fighting game players? It is because it has that, like, excuse me, it has that simple structure where you kind of, like, build your own combos. Like, you can sort it out yourself. It's very, very accessible. Like, if you want to get those giant, like, 8,000 damage combos, you can do it, but you have to work at it. Um, if you're, if you just kind of want to like pick up and play and figure it out, it's very accessible. So yeah, it's, it's good on both levels. Um, I do recommend this game. Like I thought this game would be a fun little diversion. I didn't realize how much fun I would have with this game. Like I'm really fucking loving it. Good man. Cool. I'm glad. Cause yeah, you said like, uh, if there's a character in this game that you, you like or love, you know, definitely pick it up. And I'm like, I like Shovel Knight just fine. But like, other than that. I don't know if there's anything here for me. And that's that's all I'm going to say, because I don't want shit on the game, because it clearly looks like a lot of fun. But uh, it's uh, it's one that I don't think has enough... Uh, I don't I don't understand these characters enough to play this game. So, well, uh, Johnny, thing, like, you should definitely... Johnny should game. pick it up. It's got cave story characters in it. I know Johnny yeah. likes that. He so, still made cave story. Yeah, exactly. Let's see if Johnny actually spends money on a game besides Sonic Mania Plus. Uh, that, see, that perked your fucking ears up. That's a 2018 game that perked you up. I... I just keep throwing money at Sonic Mania Plus <laughs> somehow. Man, if they th- what if they threw some Sonic characters into uh, into Blade Strangers? Am I right? Come on, that'd be so a, fucking done. Yeah, da- <laughs> DLC with like Ray and Mighty. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, well, it can't be Sonic. Oh, it has to be like Mighty the Armadillo. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, that'd be dope. Big the Cat. Yes. Oh, Johnny would play a Big the Cat fighting game just for the chance to beat him up. Like <laughs> I Froggy. know. He would. Uh, just, with Shovel Knight yeah. beating the deck <laughs> shovel, shovel Knight just digging into Big the Cat with a shovel <laughs> yeah, Johnny would play it um, so anyway uh, cool game David uh, great soundtrack by the way it's uh, it's pretty fucking rocked out uh, and yeah, I like that yeah it's basically like every main theme from every character in the game but through an electric guitar yes I support the use of electric guitars in is game soundtrack is it on Steam? say what? is it on Steam? I believe so um, I will double check right at this moment it's uh, funny, the Wikipedia page says yeah. it's ar- arcade as well. I'm like, if I found an arcade with this game in it, I'd pop a quarter in for sure. <laughs> if I'm yeah. not mistaken, they released an arcade version in Japan. Nice. Um, but yes, it is, I double-checked, it is on Steam. It's PlayStation 4, Switch, and Steam. Tight. Um, no, the game, like, as I said, I thought it would be a fun little diversion, but it turned out to be a really fucking well-polished, enjoyable fighting game. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I think uh, I think then there's nothing more that can be said about Blade Strangers besides uh, check it out if it's something that uh, that you're into. And uh, Johnny, should we uh, should we move it on to the next game? I think so. Fantastic. Game four. Oops. 
During levels, the game changes from a side-scrolling beat-em-up into a platform game as the camera zooms to a faraway view of the characters in miniature, but then it'll later zoom back to the much larger and more detailed characters to continue the brawling. Give me that trivia one more time real quick. Alright, it's uh, during the levels the game changes from a side-scrolling beat-em-up into a platform game. And, like the camera zooms far away and the characters look all small and stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. I see uh, David is prepared. 
doesn't mean I'm right. Waiting on Johnny. He wants to put some more veins in that dick, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Really sh shave those got. balls, John. We got Double Dragon from Johnny, incorrect. We got Rival Schools, that's incorrect from John. And we got TMNT from David, that's incorrect also. This is Spider-Man the Arcade Game. Huh. Is it now? So, okay. So, uh... Have any of you guys ever played this uh, arcade game? Apparently not. I was, I was not aware this was a thing. So yeah, this is a, it's a pretty cool game. It has a, a very interesting cast of characters. So it's a Spider-Man game. So and it's a game where you get to pick three other characters. So start thinking about your favorite Spider-Man friends that you know Spider-Man hangs out with in the comic books. So one of the characters that you can pick I, is Black Cat. I was gonna say okay. I was gonna guess Black okay. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Black Hat checks out, you know, and yeah. then um, we Captain go America. to... No, uh, how about Hawkeye? Kingpin. I was going to say, uh. it's like Spider-Man's friends. Okay, Black Hat, Firestar, and Iceman. Firestar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, uh, you got Hawkeye, because, you know, Hawkeye and Spider-Man are always hanging out, <laughs> and then the one that I think is the craziest is the Submariner, Namor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First Who? of all, have you ever wanted to play a beat 'em up starring the Submariner Namor? If so, I have. Spider-Man. If only because there's a level a near game. the beach. <laughs> yeah, like if it's an underwater beat 'em up. Okay, now we're talking. Wait, like, wait, yeah, wait, Namor wait, Submariner wait. game. Who is this guy, and how is he different from Aquaman? Okay, um, number one, he doesn't talk to fish, and number two, he only wears a speedo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think in the um, you laugh, but late, I'm right. Lately in the comics, he's been wearing um, more than just a speedo. Yeah, that's but bullshit. Looks like a speedo made of fish scales. It's he's, pretty dope. He's, he's kind of a douchebag, and uh, <laughs> he he's always trying to steal like Sue Storm away from Reed Richards and stuff. Oh, it's really Namor steal your love, girl, man. Yeah, yeah he will. Triangle. Um, uh, let me take although, you back to the sea. He was Nobody wants to have sex in the ocean, Namor. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross. It's not it was pretty badass when he had the think. Phoenix Force briefly. I'm Everybody laughing at, you know, he doesn't talk to fish, but besides that, it sounds like he's Aquaman. Yeah. You know, how are you not playing the My Man sound, John? No. <laughs> That's almost the My Man. <laughs> and, it's, and that would have made more sense in this game almost. Colossus as opposed to a Hawkeye or a Mariner. I mean, I mean that would have been a pretty good inclusion. The fact that you have a Spider-Man, what I'm assuming is a beater up with multiple selectable characters, and you don't have the Human Torch. That's just a crime. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. the picks whoever was designing this game, like like one okay, one of the main villains is uh, Doctor Doom. So I guess you can have the Hell yeah. you know, the Hawkeye connection there, maybe. Because, you know, he's also an Avengers villain. But like Submariner, like, what the hell does he have to do with Spider Man? Like he he probably doesn't give a fuck about Spider Man to be honest with you because he's so arrogant and thinks you know he's a you know supreme being. What and and Black Cat she's the only one that makes sense and isn't she really a villain typically? Uh yeah isn't she kind of like Spider Man's Catwoman like pretty much they kind of kind of will they won't they thing yeah yeah kind of I don't know the, man. Um, yeah, maybe for this game cats. she decided to hang out with him and see how it goes. <laughs> Hmm. But the uh, the game itself is pretty cool. There was actually there was an uh, a cabinet for this in the the place I used to do stand up in. I'd play it there, and it was pretty fun. Like like it like it says it's uh, how it zooms out. There's like the one stage where you're fighting Venom, and like the symbiote gets like really big, so you fight like this gigantic Venom for a little bit, 
And so, mm. like, this, the, like your little Spider-Man on this building jumping up these girders and stuff, fighting this giant Venom. And then, you know, it zooms in and you're fighting and stuff. But um, the one thing, there's, like, these enemies that every time you kill them, they go, whoop! And it's, like, really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Are they Zoidbergs? <laughs> no, they look kind of like... Um, Putties from Power Rangers, to be honest with nice. you. Nice. Oh, uh, that sucks. <laughs> they had to come up with some cannon fodder. So just, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they are just putties. I mean, much more cannon <laughs> fodder than putties, honestly. Yeah. Spider-Man's kind of a Power Ranger. Why not? Put the putties in. Um, <laughs> fucking A. Also, yeah. apparently, they used some uh, music from this game, uh, a Sega arcade game called Quartet. Hmm. So. So this game was just kind of a slap job. They just... Uh, because what didn't the Captain America and the Avengers arcade game come out right around the same time? Like, yeah, it did. So is it any, is there any chance they just were like, okay, well let's just take Hawkeye out of that, and uh, then uh, I don't know about Black Cat. There's no real way to turn Vision into Black Cat, but maybe we can uh, reskin somebody as the Submariner. I don't know. Well, it's it's like a, <laughs> that's a very different game than the okay. like. Um, in fact, yeah, this, this was this, back in the day when they would just license it out or whatever. Because yeah, this game's made by Sega, yeah. and, and it uh, got good Cap- reviews too. It's not just like a you know a shitty beat 'em up. It's actually a, a fun game. It's just as a weird no, no. Cat. It sounds like the only thing shitty about it is Namor the Submariner. I mean, like <laughs> it's just you know, Which, what the fuck is he, he doing here? Namor himself <laughs> is not shitty, but just in this context, yeah. why? Right. It's weird. Why? <laughs> like, there's just so many other characters they could have picked from, and, like, why Namor? Like, what's the deal with him? Well, it doesn't yeah. even make sense, like, if they had put Wolverine, like, Wolverine and Spider-Man, like, don't really have a friendship in they the comics. They poker sometimes. But Wolverine right. is hugely popular. Like, Namor not only has no connection to Spider-Man, nobody gives a fuck about Namor. Why yeah, just picture this, this game... game Picture this game in like a 1991 arcade in a track mode, and it's like Spider Man swings across the screen, it's like, <gasps> and then like fucking Black Cat's like, huh? And then after that, it's Hawkeye, it's like, huh? <laughs> and then Pretty fucking Nate, and then finally Namor just like walks onto the screen, and <laughs> it's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> without a shirt. <laughs> you know, you, you fucking put a quarter in, you're just like, you're lucky that I like Spider Man a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the actual reaction is Spider Man, fuck yeah! Black Cat, yeah. awesome. Hawkeye, yeah, yeah. cool. Namor, mm. what? what? What's he doing here? <laughs> Who invited that fucking guy? <laughs> oh, Black Cat brought him. I thought you knew him. Now he's not my friend. What the fuck's he doing here? Which is basically <laughs> Namor's whole whole mo in the comics. Just who the fuck invited that guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, oh, man. Do, oh, crap. Does this caper, this particular caper involve the ocean in some way? Don't tell fucking Namor. He's going to want to come along. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Namor anyway. is basically the guy who brings potato salad to your picnic. Just like, yeah, fuck, man. man, die. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what? No, hold on, hold on. That's a great side. What's the problem with bringing potato salad to a picnic? Don't, no, don't do it, white man. Don't you fucking get into the potato <laughs> salad debate. That's a that's a deep deep thing you're wading into there. Somebody's got to bring it. <laughs> Have you seen Black Jeopardy? <laughs> like, <laughs> official petition to name this episode Namor's Potato Salad. <laughs> um, pretty good. John, you need to watch the Black Jeopardy where uh, Black With- Panther literally breaks down why white people shouldn't bring the potato salad, and then, <laughs> then we'll I'm, come back to this particular have, issue. <laughs> although I have never had potato salad, of course, she probably adds an unnecessary ingredient like raisins. Yeah, why are there raisins? Such as raisins. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, anyway, um, 
so yeah, Namor's that guy, and uh, this is uh, but this is a better game than uh, than Namor deserves, uh, from what I'm understanding. So I think we should uh, we should look it up. I think you know, Johnny, get us some online play so we can uh, do like a four player stream of uh, Spider Man the arcade game. I call dibs on Black Cat. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, right, Johnny's fine. Namor, baby. <laughs> I'll be off for me, and that's fine. <laughs> you, if you're gonna say Aquaman, if you're gonna utter his name again, you need to be prepared with the My Man sound, quite frankly. My Man! Okay, then we're good. So we'll <laughs> see you on the stream, beating our way up through a bunch of Spider-Man putties. And uh, Jesse, anything else on uh, Spider-Man the Arcade Game? I just figured it'd be uh, timely because the new Spider-Man game came out. It did, and I uh, I haven't gotten far enough into the new Spider-Man game to see if there's some sort of plot twist where there are multiple playable characters. So uh, that Is didn't Namor make... in that game? At some point, yes. You do definitely have to photograph Namor. He's just sitting in the like park. sunglasses. Waiting for somebody to call. Uh, no, real talk, though. That new Spider-Man game is dope. It will be featured on the show. It will definitely be featured on the upcoming month of Gems. And, uh, you know, it's it's got a lot of fun references to previous, uh, to, like, just the Marvel Universe and the Spider-Man world in general. Like, I literally, it was like, oh, for. there's a landmark you have to go photograph. And I dropped down in front of him, like, it's Doctor Strange's house. I love this game. <laughs> like, it's just that big is Doctor Strange building one. it? Yeah. Uh... You know, I don't think so because this game's been in development longer than uh, than that rights deal took to uh, be completed. So, Damn. but uh, you know, it's uh, it's a game worth exploring. Uh, most Spider-Man games are pretty dope and pretty fun. So yeah, more Spider-Man coming up on future episodes of Game That Tune. But in the meantime, Johnny, why don't we uh, why don't we kick it over to Game Five and see what we're finishing off with tonight? Game
So, um, this game is the uh, first game in the official series that in which the main character does not wear his normal outfit, instead opting for a short-sleeved t-shirt with shorts and athletic shoes and a visor. Everybody feeling good? Anybody in need of additional trivia? David and Jesse both look quite confident. I feel great. Good, you should. Johnny, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Can you save yourself from the other, you know, from the shutout this game? Nope. I didn't think so. Johnny says double penis. David and Jesse both say Mario Tennis aces. They are correct. Hell yeah. So, Mario Tennis aces. What a game, man. Um, David, did you end up buying this one? I feel kind of weird about this game, because I got the, like, demo tournament whatever thing, yeah. and I played it, Great and demo. I enjoyed it, and I was like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to get this game. And then the game released, and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get this eventually. And I sure. still haven't gotten it. Yeah, funny story. <laughs> Just funny how that goes. Because that's exactly what I felt. I'm like, that demo was a blast. Like, you got to, you know, they did a really nice, you know, whatever, couple day long demo of this back before it came out. You got to, like, start out with a few characters and unlock some more and play in little online tournaments and just, you know, really get a feel for the game. And it was almost like back in the day renting the game from Blockbuster. And I realized that's enough Mario Tennis for me now. Like, I don't really need to buy this. <laughs> like,. I had like, a great time playing it for a couple of days. <laughs> I wanted to get it because it seemed like one of those games that I would definitely play, and I'm sure that I would, but I feel like I would play it for a couple of days and then just yeah. put it on the shelf and come back to it every once in a while, and right. I just See, never yeah. got around to it. As fun as it was playing all the online tournaments, honestly, this is one of those games that's way more fun to play sitting on the couch with somebody. Like, 
If David and I lived next door to each other, I think one of us would absolutely own this game and we would just fucking hang out and play it, because that's the kind of thing that's, you know, pretty fun. Playing this online, the gameplay's fun, but, like, there's something much better about a Mario sports game sitting with your friend on the couch. <laughs> like, it's, uh, and that's, I think, true of almost every multiplayer video game. But, uh, it's just, uh, yes, I don't know, it's, uh, the game was fun. And... I, but again, I think I had—I think I got my fill of it. Besides, uh, unless they announce like some cool new modes or like some crazy shit that's just like, you know, totally off the wall and you know, it's like an awesome selling point for it. And I don't know what that would be. Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty much good. But you know, the—I uh, got a good feel for things playing that uh, that, that demo. That you know, the, the gameplay mechanics. Uh, David, do you recall? Uh, let's see. What, this is episode 126. Do you recall 75 episodes ago? When uh, we were talking Clearly about games, I do. games that were uh, one too many in a series, um, we gave Johnny a nickname that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, as I recall, uh, I brought up Mario Dennis Ultra Smash. Yeah, which still <laughs> fuck that game. Right. Um, so it seems that they've taken that and added actual fun features to it, <laughs> such as new gameplay mechanics, a story mode, and a lot of fun unlockable characters. And so you didn't buy that one, and now you haven't bought this one. So I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> well, and that's why, like, I feel bad because I fucking love the Mario Tennis games. It's like Mario yeah. Tennis Ultra Smash. Fuck that game. It's like, hey, we're fixing all of our problems with Mario Tennis Aces. Like, hell yeah, I should get in on that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was playing something else, so I don't feel like dropping that money right now. But uh, th- <laughs> you know, this feels like it could be the kind of thing that would be good on a deep discount because there's no rush to play this one like online it's not like some big thing it, it seems like the kind of thing that'll be fun still in like a year or two when it's twenty dollars but um but yeah they uh, they added some fun stuff to this i like i like the uh, the mechanics you get the zone shots and uh like the weird like slow-mo effect and uh you know you can build up your meter and do an ultra smash wait no that's uh you can, uh, <laughs> is this is it an ultra smash or is, is it called something else i honestly don't remember i also like the fact that the courses affect the game like there's a game mm-hmm. there's a course that's on some kind of a pirate ship where if you hit the mast like the ball will actually ricochet off of it um, yes whereas you know as mentioned previously on episode whatever mario tennis ultra smash had one course in a stadium and that was it yeah. like I like yeah. the fact that they're bringing back some unique attributes to the courses absolutely um, I'm not aware of what all the courses are because again I only played that online demo but you know you get the feeling that they're unique because uh, let's see there's an adventure mode with levels like Basque Ruins Piranha Plant Forest Mirage Mansion Snowfall Mountain Savage Sea Inferno Island and the Marina Stadium like yeah, those all sound like they're unique courses, whereas Ultra Smash was like, here's a stadium, and we're going to repaint the lines. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> the fact that they have multiple locations is a step above Ultra Smash. Yes, absolutely. And I think they've done a great job with the playable characters on this game. Uh, do you? There's some fucking out-there character uh, selections for this, and I really enjoyed playing that demo. Fucking um, Spike from Mario 3. And I love the fact yes. that his like ultra move was he would from his mouth pull out the giant like huge spiked rail from Mario 3D yeah. World and just smack Love the ball it. with that like 
Yeah, I, yeah, and it's just the little touches. I love the little, like, you know, you were talking about, like, Blade Stranger's got those nice touches, but, like, you know, in the time when you're getting ready to serve as Spike, he's sitting there and he's, like, kind of bobbing the ball around in his mouth, and then he, like, pulls it out for the serve. I'm like, I love this guy. I love this. <laughs> like, I love the fact that Chain Chomp is a playable character, and when you're serving this, yeah. you know, a Chain Chomp, That's great. it balances, like, the ball on its nose and then just kind of, like, knocks it up. The Chain That's Chomp adorable. is... It's so funny, like, Chain Chomp being a playable tennis character, because there's no way to hold the racket, there's no way for it to make sense as a character, but it's there, and it's great. It reminds <laughs> like, me of, again, in um, Mario Super Sluggers, uh, they added Goomba as a playable character, and the Goomba just kind of, like, has the bat next to it. Like, how yeah. the fuck is it holding that? Whatever, it's a Goomba, just, you know, let it go. Yeah, we need, uh, we need to fill these teams out a little bit, just don't question it. Um, but yeah, and then uh, they uh, they've got an interesting way of introducing new characters to the game. Um, apparently, post like post release, characters are added every month. By uh, you can unlock them by participating in online tournaments, and then like at the end of the month, if you didn't play it, you can just like download it anyway. But uh, they've added like three new characters since launch. Um, you know, they've added a uh, fucking like Diddy Kong, and um, I think like uh, fucking um, who was it? Uh, Koopa I Troopa, and then the fucking blooper. You can play as the squid. <laughs> like, That's awesome. If I remember, yeah. I think I saw something where somebody was playing a match and like the blooper's intro animation was like a Lakitu like, comes by with a bucket and the blooper yeah. jumps out of the bucket. That's awesome. That's pretty good. <laughs> the only way it would be better is if the blooper had like a tennis visor on because you know, quite frankly, oh God, it's just yes. great. Like, and I, I want to uh, say like the because as you said, there's the zone shot and then there, like there's multiple shots and I want to say the um. I forget what they call it, but, like, the slow motion as you go to, like, hit the ball back when you activate, like, the slow right. motion, like, everything. The bloopers animation, it does the kind of, like, bounce over from, like, Mario 1 and then smacks yeah. the ball back. That's great. Yeah, I love Chain Chomp when you do that. Like, you do the special shot and it goes, like, jump, 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 like, it looks like Pac-Man going across the screen to, like, get there. I'm like, <laughs> this game's dope. <laughs> like, um, I've, I've heard that this game has been compared to, like, fighting game. But yeah, just it, like yeah it kind of is. Because it's all about building meter, and then, like, if you, you know, if your guy, if your opponent is about to use, like, a special shot, you have to have enough, excuse me, you have to have enough meter to be ready to, like, counter it. Because, like, if they do a zone shot, you can counter with a hit, but you have to have perfect timing, or else it damages your racket. And if you damage your racket three times or whatever, then it breaks, and you lose that point automatically. Like, wow. there's a lot of mechanics at play. <laughs> so, like, you know, somebody hits you with a zone shot, you can go into slow-mo to get the perfect timing so you don't bust your racket. You know, uh, like, it's then, you know, then there's, like, trick shots where if you pull off a perfectly timed trick shot, it gives you extra meter. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on for just a fucking Mario Tennis game. <laughs> like, it was, uh, it was pretty fun. <laughs> and fucking, like, frantic when I was playing it. So, uh, yeah, it is kind of a fighting game. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, I don't know, it, it, and I do like that at long last, they finally got, like, all the fucking humanoid characters wearing fucking tennis outfits. Like, you know, uh, I don't like that in the lead-up to this, somehow that devolved the internet into talking about Luigi's dick bulge. Um, oh, yeah. Because that was, you know, that was just bizarre. Like, it was just, you know, come on, guys. Like, you're, you're reaching here. Happen? You're reaching for Luigi's dick, and I don't like it. Um... But I like the outfits. I like the tennis outfits. Like, if you go back and look at, like, the 
like the Virtual Boy Tennis. It's got like that really nicely drawn artwork that like the Super NES era Mario games had, and uh, it's just all of them in their cute, adorable little tennis outfits. And I'm glad they're back. Like <laughs> the guy, and uh, it's just it's it's a fun game. Although, I do and I got enough of it out of that demo, baby. <laughs> I do think it's funny if you if I recall correctly, if you played the demo. Then it added, like, when you bought the final game, you could play as Mario in his overalls and, like, his normal mm. clothes, but only Great. Mario. Like, everybody oh, really? else gets their athletic wear, but you could play as Mario in the yeah. normal costume, which I thought was weird. Like, I just imagine Mario roll up in his overalls, like, let's play tennis, and everybody else yeah. is in their athletic clothes, like, what the <laughs> fuck are you wearing? <laughs> it's like that, uh, it's that like uh, Prince thing on Chappelle's show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, they all had on that athletic stuff. <laughs> or we you know, gave us athletic clothes, and they were wearing the same stuff they had on at the club. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, really, that's what we need. Is we need a Mario sports game with a pancake creating mini game. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a trophy, you get pancakes, bitches. bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the game is, uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you love Mario Tennis, it's kind of a return to form. It's got the story mode. It's got the, you know, it's got more mechanics than Ultra Smash. And uh, it's got a bunch of wacky fucking characters. It's fucking everything um, has more mechanics than Ultra Smash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, Fuck Ultra Smash. I, it bears Johnny repeating. Hot take sound. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, yeah, everything is better than Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, and hence everything is better than Johnny. Um, <laughs> Hot take sound. <laughs> Hot take. All right, Johnny, let's go to the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like, Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... I am loving those new game-winning sounds. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Jesse. Fantastic game tonight. Uh, man, what a show. What a what a selection. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> what do you got for us for the next episode, man? What are you thinking? You know, uh, it's almost time for all your favorite TV shows to start coming back. So how about video games based on TV shows? Oh my god, we're going back to that well, and I think that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking... Oh, wait, I forgot. We used Home Improvement like a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> it's gonna be something. <laughs> no, man, that's uh, that's great. I love it. You know, our, uh, our TV episodes have been bizarre, and uh, I'm glad to, uh, glad to make a return to that. So great call, Jesse. Great selection. And a great game tonight. So thank you, everybody, for watching along with us live. We're live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune, YouTube.com slash GameThatTune, and Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. And thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. We're uh, available on Wednesday mornings uh, in your iTunes or podcast uh, device of choice. So listen to us there and uh, enjoy. And thank you to everybody that checks out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It is the home for our fun exclusives. Uh, we are, you know, we got a lot of stuff in the works. We're making up for lost time from July and August with uh, new episodes of GTT Gems coming real soon. Uh, Jesse's got a new episode of Covered Up available uh, for the band Entertainment System, who are another uh, fantastic video game metal band. Uh, you know, Johnny's always got some creative thing in the works. Uh, he's working on getting that uh, that low latency video going so we can get our uh, video game movie watch parties going. And David's Mr. Mixtape. And he's, uh, he's got something coming uh, at, at some point for you. I don't know. We got, we got a lot of stuff going on over there at Patreon. So check it out. 
throw us a couple of bucks and uh, you know help us you know do uh, do fun stuff because uh, we love doing it and you love listening to it. And a special thanks to our Patreon superfans here, producers Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are fantastic. And uh, keep up the awesome patronage. And uh, thank you to the Sigma Omega for our request tonight. He hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you can find us there at GameThatTune, or you can email us, uh, request GameThatTune at gmail.com. You can find us in our Discord channel. Uh, the link is on GameThatTune.com, and you can join us there and chat along with us and make requests and do all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, you can just hit us up individually on Twitter to talk video games, talk uh, talk whatever. You know, hit us with requests, bother us. You know, we're always up for it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yep, and you can find David Fleming on Twitter at dft Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, on Twitter at sega underscore legend. Hell yeah! So Jesse, you got the bonus tunes, my man. What are you What are you taking us home with tonight? Um, based on my covered up episode on, with Entertainment System, I chose an Entertainment System song, yeah. which happens to be a mashup between the theme for Darkwing Duck and Rescue Rangers, which ties into our theme next week. No kidding. That's fantastic. <laughs> so peace out, everybody.
the Irritating Maze is copyright 1997 SNK Corporation. Octopath Traveler is copyright 2018 Square Company Limited. Blade Strangers is copyright 2018 Nicholas Incorporated. Spider-Man the Arcade Game is copyright 1991 Sega Games Company Limited. Mario Tennis Aces is copyright 2018 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Oh, I have my soundboard. Game huh. two. I'm irritated. <laughs> Johnny played the hot take sound. <laughs> Oh, God damn it, soundboard. Dude! <laughs> Hot tape. Yo, how are you not playing the My Man sound, John? Oh. Oh, shit. God damn it, soundboard. What's going on? Ah. Oh. For shame. <laughs> Mario Tennis Virtual Boy is not part of this series. It's fucking That's Mario Ma Tennis! No, it's Mario's Tennis. It's not the same thing. Oh, that is <laughs> oh, some boy. semantics level bullshit. It's also on the Virtual Boy, and it's not the same game. I own yeah. that shit. I will. I call yeah, it bullshit. Yeah, that's your problem. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think anything <laughs> counts on the Virtual Boy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, cool. That's all going out uh, in editing. But anyway, yeah, Waluigi's been in every one, and Wario has not somehow. So uh, props to Waluigi, forever condemned to tennis and never in Smash. <laughs>